Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. And this last week, I started steaming my shirts. All right. So. What what brought about that decision? I felt wrinkled. Yeah. Sometimes I, you know, I wouldn't iron because I felt like too much effort. Yeah. So I started doing a steam job to kind of make sure that I was um, nice and fresh and clean. You know how you could save time and steam multiple shirts at once is just hang up all your shirts in the bathroom when you take a shower. This is a really good idea. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like, because I'm very tall, I'm six foot five. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't get them steamed enough. Yeah. That is true. I mean, how long are your shirts? Are they like dresses? They're all like dresses. <laughs> yes. They're floor length shirts. Yeah, of course. Floor length dress shirts. Floor like button up dress shirts. Yeah, yes. exactly. When well, you tuck them in, you can see them at the bottom of your pants. Well, I tuck them into my shoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that way I'm running around. I look like the <laughs> Lorax almost. Yes, yeah. I'm here with Sarah Shower. You know them from the internet, from their podcast, The BCC Club. Mm-hmm. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am also the perfect person. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. That's why I wanted to have you on. You're extremely funny. Mm -hmm. And um, I figure we'll just sort of address the drama that happened last week before we get into the show. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Oh my gosh. I am such a, can I swear? Absolutely. This is a family friendly podcast. (laughs) I am such a piece of shit. I it was I was supposed to record with you last Sunday. Yeah, and I was out buying Legos and running (laughs) errands. No, were you really? Yeah, because that's incredible. I love Legos. (laughs) Like I have an entire room in my house dedicated to Legos. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, my partner was sick, and so I wanted to get them something nice. I stopped at. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! That's actually such a funny story. Okay. So I went to Target to go buy Legos and I was standing in line and you know those like black wire things and like the alarm? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's like, yes. And so I got in like an actual line and then behind me was a guy with a bag full of, a nut bag, but like a, a thing full of booze. And so he has to also talk to like an employee and the employee is scanning someone in front of us and he was like, all these entitled people in line can't just go to self checkout and, what? and what? I, I was like, I, I can't, like, I'm going to have to ask an employee to unlock this. And that guy has a lot of alcohol Yeah, and wow. there's like those red cap things. Yeah. And then, um, so then I went to Trader Joe's <laughs> to get my partner's soup. I don't know what happened, but I, there was a uh, two people at the cash register. So I have just soup. Mm. And then the guy, when I get the soup, he's like, some people just don't read the room. And I was like, what is what? happening? You're having a bad day. Yeah, and so I, I didn't, I was like, am I putting off a vibe? It just, <laughs> I had sunglasses on, so you, if I was like looked upset, you probably couldn't tell. But yeah, I did miss the show because yeah. I was being totally disrespected by yeah. a slew of cashiers. You were being harassed yes. by cashiers all through Los Angeles. Yeah, really. and I, I truly deserved it because I felt so bad. I well, missed So your- you obviously, so you missed the show, which is fine, by yeah. the way. I don't hold any ill will. But then, you know, something rare happened where you sent, The most apologetic email I may have ever read. Really? I feel like that was an unbelievably genuine and kind email that you wrote back. Well, I didn't want to waste your time. No, I felt so. I felt so sorry for it. Well, you know, we work with uh, lots of you know YouTubery internet people, and I felt like that was a very uh, genuine and nice thing to write back. You were just very thoughtful and kind of very apologetic, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't want to. Don't want to disrespect you. That's it. Yes. I'm like the godfather. If you disrespect yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, tell the listeners uh, before we get into the calls, before we get into the people's problems, people yes. all around the world are calling in. Okay. And they need our help. Before we get there, why don't you tell the people why you're qualified as a perfect person to take their calls and transform them into flawlessness? So I am a perfect person only because I've been deeply flawed. Yeah, absolutely. I have gotten... S- there we go. 
I'm not actually saying I'm a perfect person. That would be like a level of delusion that I have not reached yet. Sure. But um, I, I have been deeply flawed and I still am. Mm. And that um, and I feel like that can make me very objective yeah. to some things. Mm. I also am a Libra. So I, I'm very fair, very balanced. Libras, yes. the fair one of the group. Yeah. What would you say Virgos are? Virgos are like, I am obsessed with Virgos because- Thank you so much. They're like, uh, I mean this in an endearing way. Yeah. Very anal, you know? Absolutely anal. Yes. I find that uh, recently thing I've discovered about myself is I really like, I, I really need to have control over all my little trinkets. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I built my computer and I like to have, I like to tinker kind yeah. of. This phase is another example of that where I have like little things everywhere and my little objects. And yeah. I find that, yes, I'm uh, supposedly pretty anal. Yes. And I think that people find Virgos very like polarizing, but I personally like, I look up to them because I enjoy their work ethic. Yeah, sure. You know, um, but so I'm a Libra, very balanced. Therefore I am perfect. I'm not going to say it's the best sign, but it definitely is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I love that. Where are you from, by the way? Um, it's a bit, I keep talking too much, but, um, you didn't talk yes. <laughs> one more dance. Yeah, I'm just like, you hire me to like bring orange slices and Capri suns. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, to just sort of refresh the room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, so I'm from a military family, Okay. Cool. but I moved here from South Carolina. I was a copywriter. Oh, I'm from yeah. North Carolina. Oh, hell yeah. Where? I'm from, uh, I grew up in Durham. Oh, nice. My yeah. um, my parents live in Rocky Mountain. Oh, no way. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I went to UNC, grew up in like Hillsborough, Durham uh, my entire life until I left for New York. Oh, nice. My sister went to UNC as well. No way. When? Yeah. When did your sister go? She was a freshman in 2016. 2016. Okay, right after I left. I was 2011 to 2015. Oh my gosh. We're graduated. like the same age. I was 2012 to 2016. Yeah, I'm 29. I'm 28. Are we just becoming best We are. <laughs> Being the same age, yes. the only thing we've become. We're going to age out of our youth at the same time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes. No, I do feel like that's very funny. Uh, so I just had a very young baby. He's three months old. My wife mm-hmm. is older. She's 35. Um, so I'm definitely the first of all of my friends to have kids. And yeah. it's very funny that we go to like little parenting meetups or whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm 29. They're all like, well, we're 40. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Yes. I need to find some other 29-year-old dads. Yeah. That sort of have the, you know, lay of the land. Yeah, I feel like um, more in like big cities, the dads are older. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you should probably like, you know, go 30 miles out and then <laughs> yeah. find like a baby class. Go to a weird little town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> California. Yes. They're like, you from around here? Absolutely not. Yeah. You guys are all super Christian, right? <laughs> yes. Like, yes, yes, we certainly are. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's get to the phone lines um, because people, as you know, are calling in mm-hmm. and um, we're going to solve their lives. We're going to sort of ascend them to the perfection that they deserve. Okay. Um, and now, Sarah, as you know, and as the audience knows, if you like the show, you can read it on Spotify. Yes. Of you course. You can read it on Spotify? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you can rate it on Spotify. Okay, okay. You can rate it on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review. You can turn on notifications so you make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you mm-hmm. love the show, you can join us on Patreon where we have exclusively extended episodes of every single episode, including this one mm-hmm. where we talked about Legos, yeah. a Spotify party that I didn't go to. Yes. And people are going to want to get into that paywalled content. Mm-hmm. We also have exclusive episodes that are only available there. Yes. They're sort of the master class that's going to get you there. Yeah. When I was thinking, sorry to backpedal for a second. You the, should, and you should. The lyrics of a podcast is actually so funny. Like, it's just like, what is, it's just captions of yeah. what's happening. <laughs> you could read a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you could absolutely read a podcast. There's like a court stenographer here. Like, she's just <laughs> recording all this for Spotify lyrics. I remember hearing like, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was like, make a podcast and then freaking transcribe the podcast and that's a book. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a crazy book. Yeah. This is going to be like almost illegible. There's like 500 ums in the first chapter. <laughs> yeah. My ranting and yeah. stopping a sentence mid-sentence to yes. move on. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to the phone lines without any further ado. We've right. got a caller here who has a problem with their car. Hey, um, someone has been leaving sausages in my car open sausages in my car and I need to I see help with that. Thanks. Someone's been leaving sausages in my car. Open sausages. Mm. Has this ever happened to you? No, I can't say it has happened to me. People do leave trash. I think my main word of advice would be to roll up your windows. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm wondering how they have her keys (laughs) that they're able to leave Vienna sausages. So we're going to sort of get a lay of the land here on the sausage situation. Hello? Hello, you called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Miles Monson. You are, and I'm here with Sarah Shower. Hi. So here's the big question. How are sausages ending up in your car unbeknownst to you? So, okay, listen, listen. So one day I walked out to my car and I saw a note on it that was like, this was like around Halloween time. And I saw a note on it that said, like, I hope you have like, a sausagey Halloween or like, <laughs> or like oh, I'm freaking, it was like a little Halloween or something like that. Um, and then I opened up my car door and there was an open package of little Smokies. Oh, a smoky Halloween. That's what it was. I hope you have a smoky Halloween. And there was an open package of little Smokies in my car. In your, sorry, you keep saying again. in, in your car or on your car? <laughs> in, in, in my car. I don't know how this got into my car. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a package of little Smokies in the car, and um, I don't know how they got in there. I don't know who did that. Uh, so, yeah, Sarah, thoughts? I actually think that's interesting that they didn't go with the pun "Happy Halloweeny." I get, actually, that's the craziest part oh, of the situation. Yeah. To be honest, oh. it's right there. Yeah, yeah. this person is unfunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're looking for an unfunny culprit here. Now, this has happened to you okay. tw- twice? Yeah. And the second time, was there also a note? Was there a ransom note? Did they have any demands? Or was it sort of... Did it also say oh, Halloweeny? Smokies no. were just sort of scattered around my car. Sk- like on my driveway. As if someone walked out of my house and caught them in the act. Oh, so the second time when they left them, they were scattered amongst the driveway. They got sloppy. They got sloppy. Yeah, yeah I was in the- <laughs> Is it possible that this was an inside job? Yes. <laughs> did did you do this in your in your sleep? You sort of had a sleep paralysis no, no. sausage situation. I, oh my gosh, I do. I have slept. I have sleepwalked before, so but I I don't have any access to Vienna sausages, so I don't know how how I would have done that. You know, I actually have I have a suspect in mind. You have a suspect in mind, and it is my ex best friend. I'm pretty sure she did it, but I don't know why she would do that. Now, you say Expect's friend. What was the falling out about? Was it sausage related or no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no sausage whatsoever in the falling out. Um, she got a boyfriend and then, like, just stopped being friends with me. We hate to see it. So there was a sausage in the fallout. Yeah, that's right, Sarah. Oh, it wow. was sausage related. <laughs> yes. That's absolutely apt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that there was a sausage in the equation. That I didn't take into account. And why do you suspect her? Because I don't know who else would do it. It's very much her sort of humor. Mm. Yeah. So like, I, I, I don't know, maybe she's trying to like reconnect or something like that. Or like, but I don't know. I just feel like this, this isn't maybe the way to do it, you know? putting like stinky sausage in my car. I mean, I think like a big prank is maybe a good way to reconnect with an old friend. Yeah, maybe you should reciprocate and start leaving buns in her car. <laughs> that is not a bad idea. <gasps> oh. Leave a pack of buns and say, mm-hmm. have a bunny, have a bunny little evening. <laughs> yes. I don't know. That's terrible. Have a, have a bunny Easter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bunch of buns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is yes. really good stuff. But I'm wondering, <laughs> you, you have a bunny... Happy Bun Day. I mean, there's a lot there, but I think that, it, yeah, if she, mm-hmm. if she didn't do this, she's going to be really fucking confused. But honestly, mm-hmm. you have been left with a puzzle <laughs> and a mystery to solve. Yeah. And I think the best way to solve it is to pass the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Okay, double it and give it to the next person. Do- Got oh, it. There we go. Yes. Now we're talking TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double it and give it to the next person. <laughs> I think you should put buns in and around her car. Mm-hmm. And maybe also offer her a text okay. and um, maybe, maybe maybe reconnect. Hey, go look outside. Hey, go look outside. 
Look outside. Are you home right now? I hope you're not. <laughs> yeah. Are you home right now? Just wondering. Is your car in the front of the house or? Yeah. Did you take your car? Like. <laughs> you know, this is so funny. This happened to me. So when I uh, was in high school, me and my high school girlfriend broke up because mm-hmm. I was going to the Vampire Weekend concert with some friends instead of her, and she was upset. Mm-hmm. And so she uh, fruit looped my car. And uh, I had a car, my car was parked at a friend's house and her and her other friend went to the car and they filled it with like six boxes of Fruit Loops. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did you clean that up? Uh, They actually cleaned it up because they felt really bad. So they- they, Okay, good. We had sort of a, yeah, she called and was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, what did, what happened? (laughs) And I was like, Oh, I guess that's weird. Uh, And then, then they felt bad and they cleaned up. But anyway, I think that, uh, this does not seem like it was a crime of passion. Mm -hmm. This feels like it was a, a a prank Mm -hmm. for your amusement. And I think you should Mm -hmm. pass the bun to the next person. Okay. You know what? I will do that. And maybe I'll text her as well. You know, sometimes with people that when friendships fall off, she may just remember it differently. Like things just kind of drifted apart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good to just offer a little, uh, a little ladder. Yeah. To, back to the friendship. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you. Well, thank and you so much for calling her, in. She's going to be really confused. She's going to be super <laughs> confused. And honestly, that's her. Then she'll call in. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. You have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. I remember um, my brother was briefly homeless. um, And so I invited him to like live with me for a little bit. And so then he got a place and he moved out and I forgot that he had a key. And one day I walk into my apartment and it's totally clean. And I, after work and I was like, I was like, someone broke in to clean my house. And then my brother texted me later that night. He's like, thank you so much for letting me stay with you. But I was like, that was, I was literally freaking out. I've never, um, I know I left it in such a mess, but it was like so tidy. I literally yeah. like screamed and just stood in the front yard. And then he was like, hey, did you see my surprise? And I was like, oh, uh, never mind. I wasn't robbed by a cleaning robber. Yes. <laughs> they didn't take anything, but they dusted the floors. They're just so disgusted with the space. Yeah. They can't uh, even like. <laughs> I don't want any of this stuff. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take another call here. We've got a couple people that are suffering from conundrums. This person is being bullied at work. Hi, Miles. I'm calling because I'm being bullied by a 70-something-year-old woman at work. Um, (laughs) I can elaborate more, but basically I work for a historical uh, museum, Mm. and there's this woman who keeps on bullying us, and we need help. Wow. You hate to be bullied by a 70-year-old woman at work. At least you know it won't go on much longer. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Here's a question actually for you about work. Um, when were you able to be a content creator person full time? Um, so I got let go of my copywriting job when I lived in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, and I was already doing like YouTube videos on the side. And before that, I had done Vine, but Vine disappeared. It was gone. Yeah. Died. Right, and yeah. yeah. Um, and so then when I got fired, I was like, I live in South Carolina. I want to move. My lease is ending. I'll just move to LA. Yeah. And so then I started doing content full time in uh, December of, oh wait, this, uh, yeah, I briefly worked at BuzzFeed. You worked at BuzzFeed? Yeah. So did I. I did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I briefly worked there, but I worked with the animators, like oh, on yeah, Good yeah, yeah. Advice Cupcake and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. I yeah, helped yeah. with the, like social media and then I just stopped showing up. And uh, <laughs> you didn't quit. You just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt so bad. The team was so lovely, but, um, I was like, I'm going to do content full time. <laughs> and so I'm just not going to show up anymore. And then I started doing YouTube uh, full time at the beginning of 2020. That's so funny to not yeah. quit a job and just be like, I don't work here anymore. I have a saying, mama didn't raise a quitter. Cause I have only ever been fired. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or you just don't- <laughs> never shown up. Yeah, you didn't quit necessarily. You just sort of faded away. Yeah. You ghosted the job. Well, I mean, I guess maybe I did quit, but I left my computer on the table as well as my gun and badge. Yeah. And at uh, BuzzFeed, by the way, they don't yes, tell people yes. that. But yeah, yeah, you get a cell phone that can shoot in 4K and a gun yes, when you yeah, start yeah, working yeah. there. Yeah. And I left it on the table and I was like, I'm just not going to show up anymore. But yeah, yeah, that's huge. When, when did you work in BuzzFeed? Uh, the end of 2019. End of 2019. Oh, yeah, that was around one. I think I worked there in when? 2018, maybe? Like a little bit before? It was briefly. That's a motion sensor light. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you think that the power was going out? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, he didn't pay his bills. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast gets shut down <laughs> yes. somehow. 
All right, let's give this person a call back because they're being bullied, and we obviously don't like bullying. No. No. The show has come out very Mm anti-bullying in recent years. Yes. After what happened. Hard stance. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Shut the fuck up. Is this Miles <laughs> in a freelance associate somebody or other this is absolutely miles and a freelance associate sidekick sarah shower hi oh my god we are here to solve your problems tell us what's going on okay so i work for a historical museum i'm gonna just say in the midwest um and i'm gonna go by my cat's name momo momo Um, so i work at this momo yeah she's nuts and so am i so it works uh but i work at this historical museum i'm in my 20s and everybody i work with is at least like 30 years my senior Mm, okay so we live in it yeah yeah yeah. so we live in a town that has um both a museum and a historical society which makes no sense um yeah how much uh background do you have in like historical uh, institutions I would say we're pretty well adept, but if you can't, just in case anyone in the room didn't know what that mm-hmm. was, you could kind of go ahead. I know a weird amount about the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite fact? It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> For my favorite fact about the Civil War, it was kind of kind of poopy. Yeah. We didn't love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so anyhow, there's this historical society run by these volunteers and they keep bullying us. Uh, there's two employees at our museum and essentially we just keep getting our emails blown up with like every single one of their requests, every mm. single like gripe that they have about the city. And right now they're kind of on a hiatus. They have both um, quit the historical society and completely like resigned from everything. But they've done this before and they come back with a vengeance. 
So I'm looking for advice on how to handle when like a 70 some odd year old woman blows up your work email and you work for a city museum and you have to be kind to them. But yeah, like, okay. Yeah. You know. mm. So my first impulse is to say, we got to get this offline. We mm-hmm. got to, if you were going to deal with somebody like this, especially if they're 70 plus, you got to take it to the streets, take it to the fucking streets. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> You're going to want to meet up for maybe yes. a coffee or a, I don't know, cigarette. She's 70. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to just do sort of an in-person uh, thing. Cause also like, I find that email etiquette for people that are boomers is not the same as the way that I email, which is mm-hmm. like a lot of exclamation points. I'm sort of trying to same. get the other person to like me with every single sentence. And I find that people who are like, <laughs> when I say newer to email, they just like did not develop the social skills mm-hmm. for email until a little bit later. Their emails can be a lot harsher yeah. than they might talk in person. Yes. That's yeah. fair. That's really fair. Um, so, okay, we're on like a real tight budget. So like what kind of cheap things can I invite this woman to do aside from coffee, like free things? I have, uh, before we get to coffee and cigarettes, I, um, I, so <laughs> yeah. you, you know her email and you can't personally respond unprofessionally from your email, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. I would yep. say- it's Mine is subject to public record. <laughs> I think you should create a diversion that consumes a lot of her time. Yeah. So she works at the historical society. So what, like all the minor complaints that maybe a patron would have about the historical society, just create this, like, this is, I'm the perfect person. So this is totally legit advice. Yeah. Just give her like a laundry list of things that she has to work with, with another person. Oh yeah. And so if that doesn't probably won't teach her empathy, but it will give her some things to run around and do. And she'll be less concerned. I find that people who have a lot to criticize you about are just bored. Yeah. Big time. There would be, you know, if, if there's something that about the historical society, you've just always wanted fixed or complained about, just make a Gmail and then send mm-hmm. it to her. Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. I think that's actually, you're on something there where she may just want more to do. Yeah. So you could just give her a task that doesn't even exist. Can you research the battle of mm-hmm. Fayetteville? Yeah. Just make up a battle. Get her to do busy work that doesn't okay. exist. Because she probably also just wants, she's a volunteer mm-hmm. and she's 70. Yeah. She just wants to be like busy and involved. She wants to tell her friends, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so busy down at the museum dusting yeah. off the shelves or whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So I think giving her a lot of busy work is yeah, not yeah, a bad yeah. call at all. Yeah. If that doesn't work out, you know that one video of the maze and then it just has like a jump scare at the end? Yeah. I just would send that. I think you should send yeah. that. Yes. Time. Yeah. No. Send her no. a bunch of like <laughs> Rick Rolling videos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the maze with the jump scare. Yes. Help. I rickrolled my 70-year-old enemy. <laughs> yeah. Gaslight your 70-year-old yeah, yeah. enemy in a big way, I think, is kind of what we're gearing towards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ultimately, she's probably just bored. Yes. And uh, people like this love to be a hassle. And what you want to do is put mm-hmm. them on your side. So mm-hmm. if you give them busy work that's like tangentially related to the museum, like, oh, hey, like, what are your ideas? Like, why don't you come up with a proposal? Mm-hmm. And she's going to spend a couple of weeks coming up with whatever that means and then send it back to you. Excellent. I love that. You actually do good work here. This is amazing. That's absolutely Um. (laughs) right. That's the guarantee at the Perfect Person Call Center. Okay. You're going to leave better than when you came in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we do not validate parking. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh my God. Okay. Well, thank you so much for making us laugh every week and appreciate all the advice. Oh yeah. No problem at all. That's very sweet. And uh, have a fantastic day. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bada bing, bada boom, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Another happy customer. Yes. Yeah. Very helpful. I (laughs) was going to initially suggest scaring the crap out of this old woman. Terrifying. Because you do, I mean, you do have her email. You could sign her up for a bunch of random stuff, but that is not. Yeah. (laughs) You could just also give her busy work. (laughs) Sign her up for a random. I remember uh, when I was uh, applying to colleges, me and my best friend Dan went to a college fair and his prank for me was signing me. There was like a checklist at the end that was like, here's 50, 60 colleges that all mm-hmm. had a little booth. If you want to hear from them, you write your email on, or no, you write your address oh. and your name on each of them. So he wrote his name misspelled in my address and uh-huh. checked all 50 boxes. <laughs> yes. And I got like, 
piles and piles of of information from the, every single college for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh my god! Great prank. Yeah, hilarious yeah. prank. Physical mail, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just wasting the paper. Yes. Yeah, but I find, and then I think I signed him up for. You can go to like catalogs.com. Yeah, and then find weird catalogs and send mm. to people. Yes, you know your enemies' addresses. I know you can send like bugs to people's houses and like poop. <laughs> Bugs? Yeah, like bugs. Like a cricket. I guess crickets like for a gecko. Yeah, you can order so many bugs on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> they sell on Amazon? Yeah. That's huge. Yes. By the way, now that we're talking about Amazon, I'd love for you to talk through your obsession with Legos. Okay, so I am totally obsessed with Legos. Yeah, I have um, a Lego room in my house. I have about <laughs> over $10,000 worth of Legos. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. Oh my gosh. I just did a stand up bit and I have to talk about. So do you uh do you watch Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, sure. I got the Rivendell set. Um That's great. I know. And it it just came out the other week and when I went to the Lego store before it opened, there were two guys already in line and one guy was like wearing a fedora. Like he was in the front of the line. He was like m- lady type guy. And then Incredible. I know. Behind him was this guy who looked like everyone's dad. And so I got in line behind the dad and then the fedora guy starts talking to someone walking towards us. Yeah. And he's like, well, 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 look who decided to show. <gasps> and then coming, we both look up and there's a second man in a fedora walking towards us. And he's like, I told you I was coming. And then the guy was like, the first guy was like, seeing is believing, you know? And I was like, is there drama? You are witnessing like a live event. I know. I was like, there's four of us in line. <laughs> Chill out. And then like the employee, he's like a teenager. Yeah. He just, he's, he starts to unlock the door. And the first guy is like, make haste. <laughs> and, and the teenager is just like. <sighs> <laughs> and by the way, he knows these guys. Yes, They're yeah. there all the fucking time. Yes, for all of the launches. But like I was, normally I don't go to the Lego store for the launch because I just order it. Yeah. But I had to go. And then I was just like, this is what I've been missing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, it's good to know that those people exist out in the wild. Yeah. And, and they found each other. <laughs> they found each other. Honestly. I know. And they've built like rivalries. Yeah. But um, I hope to see them next time. But I am obsessed with Legos. I do a lot of like Lego YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I know. And it's just like, it's like a fun, it's like combines both the right and left side of your brain in that it's very creative, but it, there's also instructions. Sure. Yes. Yeah. No, I find that I have not gotten into Legos uh, yet as an adult, but I do feel like it's just around the corner of all my other hobbies, which like I built my uh, PC, which is essentially just like Legos yes. because you're just picking all the things apart and little wires together. Yeah. And yeah, like I said before, I love to tinker. So I, I feel, feel like, like you should that. have already be working on Legos then. I know. I think it's well within my, th- yeah. I was also into me- mechanical keyboards for a lot mm-hmm. of the pandemic, yeah. which is again, just another variation of Legos. I'm like mm-hmm. buying little key caps online. The snaps. And, yeah. The little yeah. snaps, buying the switches, like, mm-hmm. installing the little switches. It's a little <laughs> like thing. You're like, dancing around like what you should be doing. <laughs> no, truly. Yes. Yeah. My wife being like, you just, how, how much do the mechanical keyboard keycaps key cost? Like they, yeah. and also I remember I ordered one and it didn't come for like two years Oh wow! because they're all group buys. So they take forever to, you what buy you- them and then they get approved by the manufacturer oh. and then they have to make them because they're just like concept art. Oh, okay. Then they, it just takes a goddamn forever. I've never heard of a group buy. Yeah, a group. I think it's it's for specifically mechanical keyboards. Maybe mm. for other industries too. Yeah. But anything where there's like a high demand of a niche subset interest, yeah. they have to they'll have mock-up art and then you buy that. So you will sign up for the group buy and then once it ships mm-hmm. in, you know, and the shipping can take anywhere from 1 to 3 years or something like that. Oh my god. It's kind of crazy. I guess it's the same concept as like a Kickstarter. Yeah. But there's there's like way less. Yes. It's just like a forum post and then you <laughs> yeah. send money to whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like give post your name, address and we'll get back to you in 3 years. Yeah. Send us crypto or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yes. Um well, do you have any problems in your life that you need solving? any conundrums that you've been dealing with that we can address right now on the show and leave you better than when you walked in the studio. Oh, crap. Do I have any problems there? I mean, if I do, I usually talk with them about, like, about them to my therapist. Mm. Um, and I've said this before on the show, but um, I'm not a therapist because I'm better than a therapist because I know about all types of stuff, not just therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I get yeah. that. I'm, I'm, I don't, okay. Um, so, I don't really have any 
problem. Yeah, and I was seeing that for you when you walked in. I could see that you were light. Yeah, you had no problem. You sort of were, you know, you yeah, <laughs> you yeah, floated yeah. in. Yes, I uh, levitated. No, but I um I I guess I don't want to blow my own. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, no, I I feel like I want to, since I got, I guess the thing I would have said in the past is the drinking, but that's an actual problem. Sure, sure. But now that I'm sober, I like love tackling very difficult tasks. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing to do. So um, there's, I mean, I'm still in the process of like fixing a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but I know how to like get it done. Yeah, right. Yes. Absolutely. No, I have a lot of friends that are sober and it's, sobriety is really interesting to me. How Mm -hmm. long have you been sober, by the way? Like almost three months. That's great. That's fantastic. And how is it going for you? It's really fun. I am. Um, I just want to, I want to go to every AA group in Los Angeles. Yeah. And it reminds me of, you know, those like um, United States maps where you get like different <laughs> quarters from each state. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. For like each month of my sobriety, I just want to have a different group of AA <laughs> across LA. I just, I thought it'd be really cute. Um, I don't know. Um, I probably shouldn't talk about AA, but I mean, you know what I mean? I guess you can talk about <laughs> yeah. you going, not who's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. For my first stand up set, I invited my friends from AA and I was going to give them a shout out. I was like, Oh wait! I shouldn't give them a shout out on stage because I thank you. <laughs> it's all, yes. Yeah, right. It's anonymous. If thank you guys, if you did come, uh, <laughs> don't stand up or anything. Yes. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I have friends that uh, go to uh, AA meetings, and again, you can't talk about who's there, but what they do say is just, it is fucking star studded. They oh, just like yes. they're like I can't obviously say yeah. but fucking every A-lister celebrity is there and it's like that's so interesting to me. I can't say anything. Yeah, right, you can't say. It's the whole thing. Since I've been traveling <laughs> around to different groups, I went to some groups in Van Nuys. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> But I can't say any. I was like, I literally couldn't even hear the testimony That's of right. like my lowest point in my entire life. I was like, oh, you guys. <laughs> you know, yes. Yeah. Starstruck yeah. in an AA yeah. meeting. Yeah. Say your name. Yeah. I want to. Okay. Yeah. But I can't go more into it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I have the, the my stand up friends who mm-hmm. I do know. They said that I could talk about AA, but like I've met a lot of comedy connections through them as well. Oh, totally. There's so many sober yeah. comics. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I can really if you that's the worst if you only knew if you only if y'all only knew yeah if Mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. hey you know what if you want to know who's at these meetings you gotta get sober yeah Yeah. or you gotta develop a really bad problem yeah right and then get sober (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) become a burden become a burden yeah absolutely sir well let's take another call here (laughs) this is a good one here we go I found my best friend's father's spicy account and I don't know if I should tell her that I found it because he's posting personal things about them that makes them very identifiable fascinating you found your BFF's dad's it's unclear if it's like a finsta yeah that's spicy or if it's like an OnlyFans or something like that I would imagine it's probably a finsta I would think it's an OnlyFans the thing is is what does she mean by uh, like, is he filming content in front of the house number? <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm yeah. like, uh, wait, like, I guess you could have a vlog <laughs> on OnlyFans that sort of is talking about your kids. I yeah. don't know. We're going to need more details here. And that's why we're calling back a person who I've dubbed in my contacts, BFF Dad Spicy. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Hello. You called perfect person. And I'm here to call you back. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> hi. I'm here with Sarah Shower. Sarah, hello. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> hey. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> uh, tell us about your conundrum, because we're here to get your back. My best friend, I've known her for 10 years. I don't know if I can say the website, but there's this website. And I was scrolling through the people in our town. Uh-huh. And her dad was like the third result. Oh, was it a? Uh, it's not a. Was it like Grinder or? It's something called FetLife. It's a fetish oh, sure. website. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So you're scrolling through FetLife and you find your BFF's dad. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's him. It's his face. It's him. Like there's no denying it. Gotcha. It's him. Okay, and so so it's him. And and is your concern? Well, I guess. Is your concern that you don't know whether to tell your friend 
that their dad is on this site. Is the dad single? Like, I guess like court mm-hmm. of public opinion, is the dad doing anything wrong by being in FetLife or is the dad sort of, you know, um, it's just a personal detail that you're like, I don't know if I should know this. Is the fetish telling people personal details <laughs> about his family? <laughs> I have a daughter, <laughs> and is. her name is Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, he is 100% telling, like, very personal information, because if it was just him having fetishes and stuff, it's whatever. Yeah, it's not illegal for dad to have a fetish. But he's, like, talking about her. Oh, that's yeah, so like, I don't fucking care, weird. Whatever, Wait, but what is he saying about her? He talks a lot about her medical history, and he's talking <laughs> a lot about, like, the fact that she's young and just going into college and like he tells our town like our town is not a big town there's only like 20,000 people here he and we live in a very small state and he's like calling her by her name and stuff and he posts photos of himself and the, their house oh so yeah. i don't really know uh, so this feels like it's more than daddy just sort of hooking up fetish style yeah yeah uh, and so your friend has no idea that this is going on. Um, but yeah, is the dad single or are you smelling some sort of infidelity? They're cur- they don't live together, but they're still married. Gotcha. He lives with the grandparents or his dad, whatever. So he lives with the grandparents. But they are definitely still a thing. Gotcha. I think that this is a tell the best friend situation. Yeah. I um, break it to her in chunks. Yeah. You know, maybe one weekend, your dad's on a fetish site. <laughs> and then the next weekend when she's had time to yeah. take a nap or two, yeah. hey, she's he's also, if he was a doctor, he'd be breaking HIPAA, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hi- hip- HIPAA rules do apply to fetish sites, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe send a thoughtful email. Hey, I saw that your dad's on a fetish yeah. site. Does it list his fetishes on the site? Oh, he has a whole list of them. He's taken like the BDSM test. He has a whole list of tags of every single thing he's ever been into down to feet. It's bad. <laughs> I guess like, I don't want to kink shame you this kill's dad, but I, yeah, I don't know if I would feel if my, I found out my dad was on a site like this. Sorry. Also, this is not the point, but I love how you said it goes all the way down to feet. You know, like yeah, as if that was the worst yes. one. No, I mean like down, like physically. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. From, yes. the, from head to toes. <laughs> like he goes like fetish top of yeah. the scalp. Yeah. <laughs> nose. No, um, but I think, yeah, you should probably tell your friend, um, this is gonna be so much for her. It's gonna be a big a load of information. Yeah, I, I would um make sure you don't tell her on her birthday or a holiday you know maybe you could also like say it was a rumor like oh i heard like somebody was saying something about like do you do you think your dad has any fetishes just sort of softball it up and then she might be like yeah i don't know like i've never really thought about it and then the next day you're like yeah like your dad seems like somebody that might be (laughs) (laughs) well i just i don't know how to get there because like i feel like her first question would be why was i on fet life you could plant the seed, be like, hey, bestie, you know how much I love feet. Um, <laughs> I was looking for uh, local singles in my area. Yeah, right. And I happened to come up. I mean, she is your friend of 10 years. So I assume you guys could probably talk about intercourse. Yeah. And, you know, just I was perusing through the townsmen and um, I did see your dad. I think your BFF knows you're in defeat. Yes. I think that if you're worried about telling your BFF that you're in defeat, I think that probably she's aware yeah. or he's aware. Like this is a lot of foot rubs. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you're not. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, look, it's also, it's 2023. You don't have to be like um, shy about being on FetLife. Well, I wasn't. I was just looking to see who in the town was. Sure. Honestly, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to find. Sounding pretty defensive. <laughs> Sounding yeah. pretty defensive. Part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I see this guy a lot. So I don't know how to look him in the eye knowing this also. And then knowing that I told his poor daughter, it just seems evil. Well, it's not evil. I think that, well, here's what I'll say. Don't tell him that you know this, but mm-hmm. also keep your socks on around him. And also tell the daughter, because she probably needs to know, to let her dad know to like be more discreet. You could also snooky it where you write an anonymous yeah. letter and just stick it under her door. Snookying it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. 
we only live a few houses down. Yeah, your dad's into feet. Yes. Slide it into the door. Ring the doorbell. Yes. Wait, your concern would be postage. She only lives a couple houses yeah, down. She only lives a couple. You got to go through USPS, by the way. Yes. Don't drop this off. Oh, there's a mailbox on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thank you so much for calling in. But uh, yeah, I think that you probably should tell your friend mm-hmm. because uh, it sounds like you, the dad is just not being discreet and also is maybe cheating on your friend's mom. Mm-hmm. Probably a bad look. And yeah, I think you should, terrible. but you should like, I would say, let your friend investigate it spotlight style Mm -hmm. so tell your friend like oh "Oh, there's this site called fetlife and someone said that like i i this is weird but like i think your dad might have been on it let them do the rest of the 80 percent work to realize what's going on because i think if you dump it all on them it might be too much and like I don't know. I would rather, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but no, I think that's perfect. Also, if like, I would just, when you deliver this information, probably bring like snacks or her favorite, like soda. Like, so she's like, uh, there's some, you know, goodness to the day. That's right. Here's a Pepsi max. Your dad's in defeat. (laughs) (laughs) But what if she can never have that food again? Like what if it taints it for her? Oh yeah. That's like breaking. When you're supposed to break up with some, well, when you break up, it's when you're supposed to break up at a Mm. restaurant you don't really like. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, so you can, okay. Um, You know what? Then bring her snack. You know what? I don't know. Bring her bad snacks. <laughs> yeah. Bring bring her shitty her. snacks. <laughs> Twizzler ropes. I don't know. Yes. Um, Twizzler bites. Anyway, uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, let your friend know. Break it to them gently. And uh, you have a fantastic evening. Good luck. Good luck out there. Thank you. You too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Tough sitch. Yeah. Big tough sitch. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. That would be so, how would you feel in that situation? I, if it was my dad or if it, if I was telling a friend's dad. If, yeah. If you were telling a, a friend about their dad. <laughs> oh God. I, I don't know. I, I probably, yeah, I probably would hint to them first. Yeah. Cause I think it's, I almost want, they probably maybe have an idea that that's happened. Yeah. They're like, I don't know my dad. Yeah, I saw maybe he took a BDSM course. Yeah. Like, like I I feel like it's too much information. It's almost too invasive to tell someone your dad is on the because then they might get defensive. They're yeah. like, well, fuck you. Like my dad's not <laughs> he, he just wears a lot of leather. <laughs> He's just into leather stuff. Yeah. He's a leather daddy. <laughs> yeah. I probably I think yes, a soft, a soft serve. Yeah. Is what's going to be helpful here. What about you? How would you want to break it to your friend? I agree with that. Um, Yeah, I would probably (laughs) like be like, hey, so I mean, I was on a fetish site for just for like a YouTube video or something (laughs) because I wanted to get inspired. That would probably be my (laughs) angle. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, going to do a review on, you know, safety and I did see someone who looked weirdly like your dad, your father. <laughs> and your uh, dad's Mark, right? <laughs> yeah. He's got the Phoenix on his shoulder. Tattoo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It that's, seemed like him. I don't know. I could be wrong. I would, I would volley it up like that. And they'd be like, Oh crap. And then I'd be like, I, if you need any sort of emotional support, I'll come over and we'll hold hands. I don't know. I don't know how you offer like uh, su- emotional support. Hey, let me just hold your hand and tell yeah. your dad. <laughs> tell, tell your dad's into rope stuff. Yes. <laughs> your dad's into bondage. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'm also like the weirdest part is that it's a public thing, and he posted his face. He posted his face, and he has presumably a wife. Yeah, which is extremely weird and like not discreet. Yeah. I was like, when they said identifying information, I was like, maybe they recognized some tattoos or like the <laughs> kitchen was familiar. It's just his face. It's him being yes. like, <laughs> it's the, the same house. picture that he uses for his Facebook profile picture. Uh, yeah. Mm. Which is probably not going to be, you're not going to get a lot of bites fetish wise. If yeah. it's the same face, make sure it's your Facebook stuff. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, let's take one more call here. And it's going to be someone who's going through a roommate conundrum, as it were. Um, So basically, I'm going into my freshman year of college next year. And I met a girl on Instagram. And we decided that we would be compatible roommates. So we met up with each other. Um, Some stuff went down. And now, basically, I think I'm in love with her. (laughs) 
and um, we're still going to room with each other in the fall, and I'm flying out to see her next week, and I just don't know if this is a good idea, but it feels really good. I don't know. Seems like such a good idea at the time. Yeah. Seems like such a good idea. I think young love is gorgeous, but any, (laughs) if you are not, like any person who's ever been in a relationship, if you haven't even dated the idea. So basically you would be treating your freshman year as yeah. moving in on the first date. Yeah. That's yeah. such a risky move. Yeah. I think we need some more details, but this feels like a bad idea mm-hmm. and we need to correct the course. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just blow smoke? No. Oh, sorry. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Sarah Shower. Hey. Hi. Oh, my God. I did not. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm actually on the phone with her right now. (gasps) Me? No, no, no. With the the love interest. Oh. I'm actually on the phone with you evaporating. (laughs) You're You're cheating on me? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Well, uh, yeah. Do you want to end that phone call or what? Um, Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Do call waiting and say I got to talk to you later. Yeah. We'll be here when you get back. No. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's all good now. Okay. Perfect. So tell us the situation because and what's your name or do you want to remain anonymous? Uh, anonymous, please. Okay, let's give you a fake name coming right from Sarah. Patricia. Patricia, tell us the situation. Um, so basically, I was recently accepted into a college, and on Instagram, they have, like, these pages where you can, like, send in pictures and a profile and stuff. And so I did that, and this girl DM'd me and was like, oh, your profile was really cool. And so that day, we stayed up texting until, like, in the morning and then we texted every single day and then I don't know we somehow finessed that she came to fly out and see me and so yeah it was like a meet your roommate thing and then meet your roommate turned into something else and then I'm just not exactly sure how this is going to work. Okay so has there been an exchange of vows? Have you told this person that you care about them in an extracurricular way or does does this uh, roommate still think that you're just on roommate terms? Oh no, we're we've both established that we're not just on roommate terms. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, be a big brother here and say that you probably shouldn't live with this person, but you should definitely date them freshman year. Yeah, I'm gonna gaily agree. Um, <laughs> as someone who has you hauled before, I would say since you guys have established that like you're more than just roommates, um, it would be basically like moving in after like the first date, you know. And I don't want to, I don't want to put any sort of bad energy out there. But say something goes south, yeah, you know. Now you're adjusting to college is already one thing Mm -hmm. and to have like an uncomfortable living situation. I'm not saying, I mean, I hope you guys grow old together, but like, and same. Yes. Um, (laughs) but I just, you know, think about it from that perspective, but I mean, definitely like pursue each other. hundred percent. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Young Mm -hmm. love is fantastic, but, um, yeah. How does that register with you? Are you mad at us? Um, no, I'm just, I guess I kind of have the same concerns, but, I was kind of just going to go with it. Yeah. I mean, look, as someone who's just kind of been like, whatever, let's go for it to a lot of different plans. This feels like one that if it goes south, you're going to have to, you're still going to have to live with this person, Mm -hmm. even if it goes south or you're going to like have to go through some stressful, like I have to find a different roommate mid freshman year thing and transfer some sort of strange energy and i don't want that for you in fact you know what if you want the longevity of this relationship to have anything then the pressure of being in the same space is going to be maybe too much living with a person is like a big decision can i ask you your sign i'm a taurus a taurus and what is she she's also a taurus oh oh Wait, no. A chill just came over the studio no this is a good thing however i would say for your, I, I, I mean, I'm going to just, I'm going to say that we probably should not room together. Your relationship will go, will, will be beautiful, but I, I, and I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be annoying about this. 
<laughs> you didn't you didn't call to ask me specifically. I am just saying as um Well, you're a freelance associate of the show. Yes. As, so you represent the show. I say this as a, a an LGBTQ that cares. Um this is this is a warning sign. <laughs> <laughs> Winds of change are coming to you. <laughs> Do you feel a brisk wind? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but I I this is actually like a romance novel, but yeah. also you know, just be like, yes, cautious. I also know that Tauruses are like to prepare and be realistic about some things. And you, romance is realistic, but the living situation, I think that as two earth signs, you guys could really understand where we're coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know it feels, it's hard. I get it. Cause also let me share to, to make you feel seen. I did not date my roommate, but I did date someone on my hall uh, very briefly and it was super awkward. Even just them being in a different room on my hall, it was super awkward when we stopped hanging out because that person is just like, every time you want to go home or you want to rest, that person was right there and they weren't even in my room. And I would imagine that like, when you're in a new relationship, there's lots of fun like things, but being able to have time away from that person is part of what makes you miss them. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of important. Yeah, that makes sense. Tell us how you're feeling, because I, 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 I'm sorry we made you sad. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It's just, I've also been, I don't know, I'm like, again, I am a planner, so originally mm. I was like, absolutely not. But then, if it does work, that could be really great. Yeah, no, I totally get that, though. But here's the thing. Okay, so you can, if you're also worried, if you're worried about telling uh, this person, you're Patricia, let's call them. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're worried about uh, telling Kelly, sorry, did you have a better fake name? No. <laughs> Is there a real name, Kelly? <laughs> a real name, Kelly. Do you want us to avoid that? Sorry. No, no. I nailed it. Yeah. Um, if you're worried about telling Kelly, I think that you can pitch it as a um, crime of passion. Being like, I want to, us to have longevity in this relationship. I want to hang out with you all the time. I want to experience this new college stuff with you. But I'm worried that if we put too much pressure on it, uh, then it might be too much versus us being able to like do our own things and hang out together and be a part of each other's world um, that might have a, a longer lasting relationship or just like not smother it before it gets started. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, I think you're going to have a great freshman year. Freshman year is crazy, but honestly, just the added bonus of having someone you care about going to the school that you're going to is actually mm-hmm. pretty great. And being gay is really fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you're excited about going to school? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just It's not like a huge school, like mm-hmm. 15,000. So I'm pretty excited about that. And just, I guess, meeting new people. I'm also joining the rugby team. So I guess, yeah, that's another being like, I don't know, another fun Thing. Oh yeah, that's actually that's great for you because you're gonna have a built-in community. All my friends that played sports or played rugby or you know frisbee or whatever, you're just able to get a built-in community really quickly, which mm-hmm. is so important because college can feel super isolating, especially at first. And I've dated a lot of rugby players in college, <laughs> uh, female rugby players. Yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a community and a gay community a right time. there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Um, I unfortunately, yes, this does mean you have to have just like a conversation that might be a little uncomfortable with your new uh, romantic interest. But I think it's all gonna be okay, and I think that you're gonna be better off talking about this versus just n- wanting to avoid the conversation and moving in together. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. You're the best. You're gonna rock it, Patricia. Have fun. Have fun. Thanks for calling in. You have a fantastic day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Unfortunately, that was not what Patricia wanted to hear, but honestly, it was what Patricia needed to hear. I felt so bad. I was like, no matter how much time I was like, I was like, oh, this is not, she was like, I I hope Uh, that they're like, yes. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't do this. It feels so, when you're like that young and you have something like that. I mean, I remember feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I essentially lived with girlfriends that I had at the time because you just spend so much time at their place anyway. Yeah. But being able to retreat to your own space is just like so important. I also imagine if they did break up, what if the other person had people over? That would just be so painful. <sighs> it would be too painful. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's just ultimately too hard. I know. Especially with, yeah, like if if that person is also your entire world and community, 
Yeah, if you break up, then you lose all your friends. Yeah. Which would be really, really horrible. I know. That's just an uncomfortable situation. Hopefully they're fine, though. You know, <laughs> everything works out. It's going to be okay. They're going to move in together. They're definitely going to move in together. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going <laughs> to listen to what we said. Because, yeah, I mean, I, said, I think the same thing is true about, um, I always talk about on the show how hook, matchmaking your friends is so, so fun for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then it's terrible. Because yeah. your friend, it's like, oh, this is great. We're all hanging out and jimming and jamming and like you guys are flirting and yeah. that's kind of fun. And then it's like when that sort of ends poorly, then it's just you yeah. can't all hang out together anymore. And it <laughs> yeah. sucks. The honeymoon phase is over and now everyone <laughs> resents people. I know. And yeah. you're like, I missed a fight, didn't I? You yeah. Know? No. Me and uh, my wife are always trying to match make like people from my friend group. And we have the same friend group now. Yeah. But like people from my world, people from her world. And it's like, oh, this is awesome. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Now we can't go to Subway anymore <laughs> or that cafe on Vine, you know? Yeah. It's all Subway employees. That's yeah, our yeah. whole thing. Yes. <laughs> you have a tight knit community of we sandwich really- artists. Exactly. We really love the BMT. Um, Okay. Well, uh, we have one final segment um, to round out the show. And it's a segment that we like to call Get Real. This is a segment where we fake it. Nope, not fake. We force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about ourselves and each other. Okay. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Thank you for having me. You talked a little bit about sobriety. And I mean, I'm very interested in that, um, in sobriety. And you had a TikTok that I thought was really interesting. And uh, I think it's a common problem that a lot of my friends have, but it was about being sober in the gay community. Yes. And so, and sober events in the gay community. And I was mm-hmm. wondering if you would want to talk about that a little bit. So um, I have the addict gene, but I also am have such high anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I was trying to figure out why I was drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I do I just like alcohol? And the honest truth is that I was trying to manage my anxiety. I was like self-medicating and alcohol was the only depressant that would immediately decrease my heart rate. And mm-hmm. then it just becomes a vicious cycle and that you wake up every morning and you have to do it again. And I just felt like I was blacked out for like almost like seven years of my life. Mm. But what I've noticed with the gay community is since I'm a lesbian, I um, a lot of gay events are there's uh, they surround alcohol, you know, and so I feel like kind of ostracized. But I guess the silver lining of this is I did talk about AA meetings and that there are LGBTQ plus AA meetings. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the alcoholics in those meetings are significantly older. Mm -hmm. And so what's really cool about that in the gay community is that you don't see a lot of like elder gays. Yeah. But um, so a lot of people have shared about like their experience with the AIDS epidemic or what it meant to be a trans woman in the 70s. And so like it it's how much alcohol influences the gay community is that it also creates like sober you know, gays later on in life. And I feel like I've got to meet like people that I, I normally would have never interacted with. Like there's no other way that I would have met a, a, a trans woman from like who start, who came out in the seventies or like a, a butch woman in like her sixties. It's just really cool. Um, I feel kind of blessed to be an alcoholic mm-hmm. in that I got to meet these people and be a part of their history. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like, that's very inspiring. And um, I think, uh, yeah, a lot of gay friends of mine uh, have found sobriety because of the same reasons you're sort of talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that uh, we're at the age where a lot of people start to get sober. And because my wife's a little bit older, I have um, friends that are in their mid 30s and a little bit later. And so I have a lot of sober friends. And I think it's one of those things that just, it's, uh, I think it's, I think there are a lot of people that, uh, probably could fit to be sober that haven't necessarily found that yet, mm-hmm. I find, but dating. So, but no, I think for those sober people, uh, dating can be really difficult because mm-hmm. so much of dating culture is inundated with the idea that you go out to drinks and that's mm-hmm. how you get to know people. So uh, yeah, I just uh, thought that was really interesting. And I think I have a lot of friends that share that same opinion. Yeah. It's really um, hard. I mean, I, my partner is also an addict as well, mm-hmm. um, but they are sober from what they used to be addicted to. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, when you first get sober, it's also hard because you're not supposed to date anyone the first year. Sure. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the added layer of like, it's taboo, Yeah. but it's just so you can really focus on yourself. But, um, yeah, I, but also with dating apps in the past, I have seen a lot of people who say that they are sober. So, um, 
I feel like dating in the big city is probably easier too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, or I just, I remember when I was dating, I don't know, so much of culture, I find that having sober friends is just, it's small stuff. If I have people over my house, not to offer them alcohol as the default opinion. Yeah. Like if people come, it's just like, oh, can I get you a seltzer instead of just being like wine, right? Yeah. I, I just think that it's small stuff like that that I think for people who maybe are also um, trying to find their sobriety or maybe in the beginning stages of it. Mm-hmm. For my sober friends, I found that the way that I can help is just by not having that be the default that we're going to be drinking and that's yeah. the thing that we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and I think when I was younger, especially like we were just talking to someone in college, I think there's so much of like, you're not drinking? Like what the, f-? you know, yeah. like, and as you get older, you just realize that that's so harmful and probably also not what, not what people want to hear if they're yeah. trying to figure something out about themselves. Crazy how like drinking is so casual in like every, the everyday society. But um, yeah, it seems like a lot of activities are based around drinking. But the great thing is, is like getting sober. And I imagine having children is that you like find new activities that are not based around alcohol. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is an, another thing that, I mean, I'm sorry, my son is really, really cute. Um, and he just learned how to kind of like, he's starting to learn how to laugh, which is crazy mm-hmm. um, and very rewarding. But I find that, uh, especially as he's going to start getting older, I'm so psyched to do stuff like go to the zoo just yeah. so I can do like things that honestly, I probably should have been doing for the last 10 years anyway, but I'll be able to see that stuff through his eyes. And yeah. whenever he sees something new, he explodes. It's all so new to him. So I think mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that. Uh, you guys should get in the Legos together. I that's I Kids, was just thinking adults, yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely I'm gonna try to pass on my love of tinkering mm-hmm. to my son. Well, Sarah, that's the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And again, I'm very sorry about last week. You do not need to apologize. <laughs> yes. Again, you were so overly apologetic the first time. It was so sweet. Um, but uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and then also a little bit about the BCC Club? Okay, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all Sarah Shower, S-A-R-A-H-S-C-H-A-U-E-R. Not like shower, but that is funny. <laughs> but okay. And then, <laughs> so funny. You love it. Yes, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Take a shower. But um, no, and then uh, I'm also doing stand-up. Follow my Instagram for updates mm-hmm. on that. And then the BCC Club is the podcast I host with Kendall Landreth. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the weirdest parts of the internet. And since we both have a background in improv, we both interview, quote unquote, the person from the weirdest part of the internet in a non-disparaging way. It's actually kind of funny. Um, I got a DM from someone who was mm-hmm. like, Tara, I love you, but I can't listen to your podcast. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, your co-host is an anti-vaxxer. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, where did you get that? And they were like, at the end of the episode. I was like, oh no, Kendall was improv. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendall's like not a, but uh, please listen. Yes. I can't listen to your show. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. But I do like how strong they were in their conviction. They were like, yeah. I just can't support that, but I love you. The character was too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kendall ascended. Yes. <laughs> but you can find the BCC Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, any yeah. place you get your podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you want to call into the show, you can follow the Perfect Person Pod Instagram account. And remember that no matter where you are and what your struggles are, that perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.